Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast, how to turn your passion into a profession. And I know there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are mums-to-be or already are mums. And there comes a point in time after having children that you question the work that you're doing in terms of the, in the corporate world. And you want meaning, you want fulfillment in the work that you do as much as being a hands-on mum. And my guest today is exactly that. After having children, she wanted something to fulfill her, but also challenge her and be a hands-on mum. So what does she do? She found the business or the company called Holston and River, which is the ultimate subscription box that curates subscription boxes to fit, your, to fit your lifestyle. So it's an interesting model, guys, because this is a subscription model completely different to what we've discussed on the podcast thus far. And I've invited Erin Jones to discuss exactly how that model works, how she balances having a business, a hustle with kids, being a wife, being a mum, and how that all pans out. So Erin, welcome to Unbox Your Gift. Thank you so much, Rita. So lovely to be here. Oh, super duper, thank you. So now before I jump into the business, what were you doing before the business started? Right, so um, way before the business started, I did my degree at UNSW um, and... Well, that's the University of New South Wales for international Australia, yep, and I was on the um, COFA campus, College of Fine Arts, and I did my degree in design and I majored in multimedia. So then I got kind of what you would say is the perfect job out of uni. Um, so I got a great role for IBM and I was working in their creative services department. And um, I, was, I was young and, and going to work every day and um, coming home and on repeat. And I was thinking to myself, wow, is this it? Like, this can't be it. I'm, I'm so unsatisfied and not fulfilled and... Um, I just had this massive urge to see the world and travel and have, you know, these amazing experiences. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't get my head around going to work and coming home at the same time every day and doing, you know, very similar things every day. Um, so I was thinking, oh gosh, how can I travel? And I have no savings and <laughs> I'm actually going in debt living living in, in Sydney in a, in a nice area and driving a nice car. I mean, I had a good job, but um, yeah, I was thinking, gosh, how can I do it? And then I, I actually had a dream and it was that I was cabin crew and, I, and then I woke up and I thought, Hey, that's my answer. I can I can become a cabin crew and I can travel the world and that can be my job. I don't need to have a massive amount of savings. So um, yeah, then I then I just made that my purpose and I applied for Emirates and um, then next thing I knew, um, three months had passed. It was it was a pretty tough interview process and yeah, I was offered offered the job. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, initially they said, don't go and resign from your current work until you pass all your medicals. But as soon as I got the email from Emirates, I called my boss and was like, can we have a meeting? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. And he was yeah. like, right, okay, go for it, Erin. I can see that that's going to make you really happy. Um, and then, yeah, and then I was, you know, 22 and I, I told my mum and dad I'm moving to Dubai and they're like, where? <laughs> 
Yeah. Back then, it was a little bit, um, you know, unheard of. Yeah. And they were like, is that Saudi Arabia? I'm like, no, <laughs> no it's not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then I jumped on a plane and I moved over. And my plan was to, you know, two, three years through the world and come home. Um, but um, I loved it so much. And I ended up, you know, staying and kind of really moving to the top of um, my career in you know, in that field. So I did five years commercial flying um, and then I did five years of private flying. So I ended up flying for the Royal Family of Abu Dhabi, which was, um, yeah. Ooh, that's really swell. Yeah, it was. It was, it was incredible and it was kind of, I suppose, the, the top of my game in, in, um, in that area. And, um, yeah, I've got some pretty amazing stories and memories that, um, you know. How did you get that gig? How did you get that gig, Erin? Well, I needed um, first class experience. So I really pushed myself and got to, um, yeah, to, to that level with Emirates commercially. Um, and then it's probably a natural progression from there. You can probably either stay in commercial and get into training if you want to progress your career or you can move into the private arena, which, um, which yeah, I was really interested in. It was, in fact, the well, my very first flight with Emirates. I was on the crew bus going to the aircraft and I saw an unmarked plane on, on the tarmac and I said to someone next to me, what is that plane? I've never seen one like that before. There's no branding on it. And she was like, oh, that's the royal family. And I was like, right, the seed was planted from my first flight. I'm going to get on that. And, um, yeah, and I did. And I flew with um, them for five years. And they were an amazing family to work for. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a wealth and it's a life. Like, you, you, you can't imagine. It's mm. out of this world. So, um, uh, you know, it was nice to experience that. Um, but then, obviously, um, you know, uh, something biological happens in some women, a lot of women, and you want babies. And, um, yeah, and I'd met, um, I'd met my husband, and then I just really wanted to have children. And it's not the type of career you can have with young yeah. children because I didn't have a schedule. Um, yeah. So that's great at the time when, you know, you're young and you have a lot of freedom. But then, yeah, so then my, um, my next... My next chapter was to start a family. So I left um, private flying. And started a family. Yeah, and I had, um, I had twins. So that kept me busy. <laughs> <laughs> just slightly, just yeah. slightly. But can I just ask, before we step into yeah. that chapter, yeah. for those who are even con contemplating going into the profession of flying, being a cabin crew, yeah. or private, what are the ups and downs? Like, what, what can you, someone's listening who's in high school and is kind of considering that, or even in their 20s, or 30s, or 40s, you know, no discrimination in yeah. age, but what yeah. do you be aware of going into that profession? Um, I absolutely loved it. So I would recommend it to anyone that's interested in, in getting into it. Um, I love the lifestyle. Um, but I think, um, you know, you, you are tired a lot of the time and you also have to keep in mind that you know quite often with commercial flying you are, you're only in certain destinations um for 24 hours 27 hours you know um so it's yeah it's fast paced um so you have to you know obviously be super fit and healthy just to keep up with the the flying because it's yeah it is tiring um but on the upside the industries 
so fun, so brilliant. Um, you know, I have some of my closest friends are the ones that I used to fly with. Um, it's an amazing lifestyle just to walk through an airport with your crew, touch down in a, in a, in a brand new city and, you know, you get an envelope of money and <laughs> a hotel room and then you're like, there you are, the next, you know, all yours, do whatever you want. And I love that feeling. I miss that now. <laughs> did, you get, did you ever get like sick, like feeling nauseous, like flying because you do it so often? No, no. Okay. I, uh, no swelling because you're up in the air for so long? Like, yeah, I'm- you do get sick swelling like we would always wear special tights to um, help the circulation in in your legs um but yeah no it, i i still get butterflies on takeoff and landing oh, I do. yeah I, I just love it <laughs> you recommend if you think it's a great profession for those looking to go into that yeah i think it is i think it is brilliant and there's and there's a lot of um room to move up as well so once you go through all the ranks you start off in economy obviously and then move your way right up to the top and then you can get into training or get into any of the um the the ground jobs so um there's yeah there's a lot of room to move um i also did some ground um a ground crew work for Virgin Australia, which was really nice as well. Um, yes. Yeah, you find that there's a difference in terms of working for commercial and private? Because private, it's a family, and they're probably going to spend a week in a certain location, so you can have more downtime. Is yeah. That, yeah. So that's what you. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend aiming for like what I did because yeah, then it, then the whole game changes. Then you'll you know they'll spend their summers in Europe, and you'll you'll sit in a beautiful hotel for a month and just wait for them when they're ready to leave so you can just enjoy yourself and you've got all your um you know all the girls around you it's just really nice it's really fun you've been taken care of while you're in this hotel like you are being given just like you would in a commercial airline where you said you get a handed an envelope and you're in a hotel room and yeah is that what happens too in the private yeah definitely yeah yeah it was um yeah we were very well looked after and we always stayed in uh, in really beautiful hotels and yeah we spent you know um yeah we went to some really nice destinations really really nice destinations. I understand why you miss it I mean <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a longing for it <laughs> yeah I mean my gosh now it's very hard to get a moment of uh, privacy let alone like a whole kind of month on my own but <laughs> twins now you yeah, have I have twins, yeah. Okay, twin girls, twin boys? Um, I've got a boy and a girl. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So you uh, start a family, so you're 10 years into in, in flying. You yeah. start a family and you think, how did you get the idea for a subscription? So it's so tell us about the business. What is it exactly? Yeah, so, um, so I think as well, like I suppose a lot of um, people come to a point in their life where you do a little bit of soul searching and I had this wonderful career and... Um, and had a wonderful family and I was ready for something else. I, I didn't, um, I, I wanted to be a really hands-on mum, but I also wanted to use the other half of my brain and do something else as well for me. So um, being a mum is, is probably, yeah, harder than going to a job every day. It's so challenging and rewarding at the same time. But um, yeah, so for me, I, I, was, I was thinking, um, 
I don't want to give that up being, you know, a hands-on mum, but I really want to work and I really want to, um, yeah, like you said, just have something that could challenge me and I could work towards and excite me and something that with flexibility. So um, I, I have a good friend who um, is the founder and C CEO of freelancer.com and he um, I kind of contacted him because he's, you know, he's doing incredibly well and, I was like, Matt, I really want to start a business. You know, I'm not sure what to do. Um, and he was like, right, listen to all my lectures. And I, was, I listened to a few of them. And what really, really resonated with me was having a business that um, was com was completely scalable. So, um, and especially where I am in life as well, I do tend to move around a lot. Um, my husband um, tends to work in, in different locations. So we, we have moved quite a bit. So I didn't want a business that had a physical product and I wanted it to be completely scalable. So it didn't matter if, you know, what size the business was, I didn't need to get any a bigger offers or um, you know, more products or stock or anything like that. And also the, the subscription model, which is um, so popular now, because obviously um, you, you don't get, you don't get just one sale, you have a ongoing sale. So it's, it's, it's very popular. Um, so yeah, with the, with all that in mind, um, I decided, and the subscription box industry was, is only new in Australia, but it's um, doing so well in the States. Um, so yeah, I decided to start a subscription box directory. So um, yeah, my business is um, inviting all of the subscription box businesses here and in around the world to list um, on my directory. And uh, oh, so that's how it is. So you have a directory. Yes. Where if I, for example, already have a subscription business, but I want to cross promote it, I put it onto your website, and I can sell it via your website. That's right. Yeah. And in fact, yeah. So my um, my um, business model is basically attracting the audience and then redirecting the traffic to all of these different businesses. Fantastic. So, oh, great. So you're not even having to deal with stock no. or shipping or no. that is brilliant. Yeah, that's what I thought as well because I've um, obviously lived in Australia. We lived in Qatar for a while, um, Dubai, and now I'm living in a regional town in, in, in Australia. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great that I can work from anywhere and, yeah, and I don't have a warehouse of stock or products or anything like that, which wouldn't, wouldn't suit my situation. Yeah, yeah, because you How old are your babies? They're five. They're, okay, so they're young ladies and men. <laughs> 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 I'm just being facetious there. But how old were they when you decided to start your, your business? Um, they were probably about two. All right, that's brave. Okay, because this yeah. need your, a lot of your attention. That's really yeah. Great. And I and and that was the time when I was fully focused on them. And then it was when that was when my mind started drifting and thinking about what to do next. And then I and then I started um, doing a bit of research into how I was I was going to do this business. And I came across a um, another mum actually who is running a very successful business called Business Jump, and and she um, she's got a really exciting business model. So she basically um, creates um, a business concept and packages it all up. So you've got your um, all your, your social social media channels, your website, and everything, and then you purchase that concept, and then you're left then it, um, to run with it however you want and build it. So oh, yeah. Wow. So, 
that's what I did with I bought one of her businesses although I um I I changed it a lot from what it was originally um to where it is now but yeah so so you bought out an existing business yeah so I didn't I wasn't really um that interested in going right from the start and building a website and you know all of that kind of stuff from the beginning I just wanted to hit the ground running um and um it was slightly different when it was um released but yeah so yeah but yeah that's that's what i did so and she was your friend that's how you found no i just found her online actually okay so just like by because if someone's listening and they wanted to you know buy something it was just through googling and searching what people were doing yeah i found her on um google i think um business jump is the the business name and um Oh, there's there's so um, many people in her community now, so many other women that have um, started businesses with her and she's doing brilliantly and it's a great idea. It's a really good idea. She also started off in a business that was, um, she had a product um, which was organic baby clothes and she did she ran that business for quite some time and then she moved on to um, a bit more of the online arena and, and she also really promotes, you know, kind of moving away from having a physical product and, um, yeah, subscription, subscription models as well. So, so, so let, let just, if we can just look at that subscription model, please. So as people are listing with your website, and I love the fact you're not handling all of the logistics of that because that just is like oh, free, <laughs> free space, you know what I mean? Yeah. As people are listing on your website, how, uh, so obviously they get a, like a, a tracking code that they can track what's being sold. But so now with, if someone wants to do something like this, you're obviously getting a cut from every time they sell something from your website. Is that correct? No. So, um, yeah, so the way I make my revenue um, is, Basically, everyone starts off on a on a free trial, and then after that, they move on to a paid listing. So all of the, the subscription box businesses that I've invited to list with me pay us a, a listing fee. Oh, that's even smarter. Yeah, smarter. <laughs> Seriously, that's brilliant. So now, what the, the big question that now remains is how do you market to get eyeballs onto your website? Because that's the crux of your work now. That is exactly right, Rita, yeah. the million-dollar question. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got to work that marketing massage it so yeah. well. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, so, and, and as you can imagine, it's once the, the audience is there, the, the listings will come. So that goes hand in hand. So what, yeah, that's exactly right. So what I'm working on right now is is marketing, marketing the business. So um, I have... signed up to a small business course um, which is brilliant um, called the small business school for mums by two wonderful women um, Anna and Flory um, and they've been really good actually in helping me identify you know my target market and just getting um, all of the I's dotted and the T's crossed in in the business so that I can um, market it directly to my audience and and start building it yeah so you know yeah. Have you used any social media in marketing it at all? Yeah. So I'm on um, Instagram is my favorite social media channel. I'm like really addicted to Instagram, but I'm also on Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter. Um, so yeah, social media is, is massive, obviously. So for someone who's listening right now and is looking at your model of how you're doing it and you have a website that other people are paying a fee to be on it, what's 
what's the part, what's the incentive, what's the attraction for someone to want to list on that particular website versus selling it? Because there's two places they can sell. But if someone's thinking about doing, replicating your model, what's the, uh, I guess, the, the reason why someone would list on your website? Good question. Thank you. Um, it would be because of, of my highly engaged audience. So mm -hmm. they would be attracted in, in getting in front of my audience, which they might uh, have a different audience or, you know, focusing on a different area. So, um, and that's what I, I'm working on. So I'm working on building that community and that audience on, on my directory. So, and I, and I do that by having, you know, um, you know, great blogs and, you know, imagery on social media and Facebook groups and my Facebook page and Pinterest and Twitter and yeah, just being very active and consistent and appealing to my target market. Fantastic. So if, when I go into your site and I make a purchase for a specific subscription, so there's a boxes of things, things like candles for her, for him, you know, all the kinds of different choices you, that there is that I can subscribe to. When I click on one, so that automatically, that takes me to the distributor's website? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I redirect that traffic back to them. And I think as well, um, it's, a really, it's, it's a really exciting industry. Um, and for those that, that aren't really that familiar with subscription boxes, um, I, I think why they're so popular is they really tap into that human need of, the anticipation and excitement mm -hmm. and joy of, of getting something in the mail and, you know, perhaps as well getting something or um, getting something for yourself or helping you, you know, organise your life in some way. Yeah. So I, I do think that's why this is so popular because uh, I know I, I mean, I always get so excited when I order something and, and it arrives and, you yeah. know, yes. Yeah, releases some kind of hormone in you and an excitement feeling, which is, um, yeah, which is great. But the good thing about them as well is that, um, you know, apart from the beauty boxes, which are fabulous, um, you can get now the ones in Australia that are really popular are meal planning boxes like HelloFresh and, yeah. uh, you know, I think as well, and everyone's working so hard these days and everyone's so busy. If you can do something like that, that just helps you organize your life a little bit. Mm. Uh, it just can be so beneficial. Okay. I love that. So how many hours a week are you spending on the business? Because you're a mum, you're a wife. Yeah. You know, those, those are major roles being a mum, especially. So how much time do you have to spend on the business? So right now I probably work three days within school hours. So I have a job as well. <laughs> um, oh, so, really? Wow. Okay. All so, right. Um, I, I'm um, admin support for a finance, in a finance department. So I work three days a week. Fantastic. And then I work probably three days a week on Holston River as well. So how do you find the balance then? Because I know there'll be listeners going, well, how does she like it? Because she's got a job. That's part time. She's working yeah. in the business, but just but part time plus part time equals full time. <laughs> you know, and she's a mummy, and she's got to have time for herself. And so, how are you balancing the whole puzzle? Um, I'd like to think I'm balancing it all, but I think as I, I think I'm just a very organised person. So, uh, I think that's a really 
good skill to have when you're trying to do a few different roles. Um, and I have a good support network as, as, around me as well. So um, they're very supportive of, of what I'm doing. Um, and I and I just fit it in where, when I can. So I, yeah, I'll, I'll work in the evenings, on the weekends. Um, and yeah, it, it is just about finding finding that balance. Okay. So and do you have like a morning routine or an evening routine that you adhere to to get things pumping and momentum happening? Yeah, well, um, yeah, the days that I'm I'm working, I'm I'm I try to be fully focused on, on that and then I'll usually work on Holston River in the evenings on those days and then my days off are fully dedicated to, to Holston and River. Um, and I yeah, I I try and have some structure and planning around my days as well. And I, um, yeah, I use a, a really great business diary to help just keep me focused on my business goals. And um, yeah, I do a lot of planning and strategy and um, yeah. And learning, because you're learning at, at the same time. Like and, I'm, and I'm learning, so I'm studying the, the small business course as well. Yeah, so I'm implementing what I'm learning in that course, kind of as I'm as I'm going along, yeah. Um, yeah, which is re really exciting. And I'm learning some brilliant stuff, and it's amazing to be able to just just implement it straight away in my business. Fantastic. Which, um, yeah. So why the name Holston and River? Does that have a meaning? Does it is that refer referring to a place or something? Or do you know? Yeah, I really, um, I really wanted it to be a representation of my my twins, my children, um, and being a boy girl, I wanted um, to use kind of unisex type names or words. Okay. So it's a loose representation of them. I didn't want to use their, the exact names, but um, yeah, right. Okay, so okay, that, that explains it because <laughs> I, I didn't know what Holston River meant, but obviously, all right, that's fantastic. So for someone that's listening right now, Erin, who's thinking, you know, subscription model works really well. I mean, I'd like to get the reoccurring revenue once someone purchases, then it's that reoccurrence. Uh, what are the challenges that you didn't anticipate now that you've gone in, just so someone can have the heads up? Yeah. When they're walking into it, they walk into it with an awareness that they know what they're getting into. What do you wish someone would have told you before you had gone into the work that you have, the business that you have? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, never to underestimate how much work it is. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I mean, even in terms yeah. of managing all your social media channels and, you know, the online world is, is forever changing. So, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. Did you say consuming? Forever consuming. Yeah, you Forever consuming. Yeah. I mean, the, um, and, you know, how many times have the algorithm, algorithms on um, Instagram changed and you need to be on top of your game all the time so you're constantly learning. So it's not something that you can, I think as well, um, what's really important for anyone looking to find something in life that, you know, they want to do or perhaps um, the next chapter for them is really um, focusing on, on what their purpose is and what would make them really, really happy because without that pure passion um, and love for what you do, getting over these tough times and perhaps days where you, you know, you're up really late working or, 
things are changing, the game's changing all the time, or perhaps, you know, other things that just come in your way, you might suddenly a competitor's launched on the market and, you know, you might feel completely derailed. You, that's why you have to have like a very clear purpose um, mm. and passion for what you do because that will keep you going in the tough times. I, so I think as a base, that's, that's um, yeah, super, super important. And then, and then, and then, moving through those tough times or the challenging um, periods is is all about like I'm a massive on mindset. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, so that's something that I like to um, practice. And how do you practice mindset? Um, I um, I listen to a few um, influences that um, I think really help, like yeah. you know Tony Robbins. Yeah, I'm on that. Um, yeah. I really admire and just listening to a little bit of him speak. This is like, fire up. Fire up. Oh my God. It's mind blowing. It's completely yeah. mind blowing. And, you know, um, you know, also um, I listen to Kerwin Ray. He's another um, yeah. guy that I find really inspiring as well. Um, and also I, I practice a lot of um, the, like the power of attraction. I'm really big into um and ras is um the reticular activating system and i'm a huge believer in that like just um what you say and what you read and um yeah everything that you practice in life um you know attracts certain things to you so i think that's really important in the business world Love that. Love that. Okay. So final question, Erin, if someone's thinking, you know what, I want to give this a shot, what Erin's done, something like it. I want to create my own way of doing something. Um, what would you say someone needs to, because people, our audience range from people who are still at school listening to this to those who are in corporate. So how much approximately do you think someone would have to set aside to be able to launch something like this in terms of monetary so how much ballpark figure do you think someone would need to have oh, okay uh, like in the, including their education in learning more to upskill themselves including purchasing including you know all that kind of jazz that you think that you're going to need so this is the ballpark figure what you would need to have to go into something that work oh, that's a tough question because um yeah i I, I wouldn't want to discourage anyone that perhaps wouldn't have that kind of money around. Although um, there's a lot of other ways you can find money with funding and, and that kind of thing at the moment. But um, I would definitely say, you, you know, you have to consider the, the website um, and any courses, all advertising and marketing on social media um, comes at a cost. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to put it on a, on a figure on it because, yeah, I don't, wouldn't want to discourage anyone that might not have. I think you are by saying that. <laughs> What's it going to be? <laughs> Am I going to be like up for $100,000 just to do this? <laughs> no, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that much. So 20000 pro- approximately? Yeah, up to, up to. Yeah. And look, that's very doable with things like crowdfunding, with things like uh, selling things on eBay. And people, it's remarkable how people find resourcefulness, to use a Tony Robbins term, how people find resourcefulness 
to may not have the money, but will find means of gaining that money to pursue a passion. You know? Yeah, it's very much like similar to what um, Kevin Ray says as well. I mean, you will find an energy that you you've never tapped into before as soon as you find your purpose and, yeah. and you're unstoppable. And yes. yeah, you, if it is something that you are fully passionate about, um, you will find a way to get yeah. that money. And, you know, and like myself, if it means working part time to help fund some of, of my other um, business activities, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll do, you know, I'll, I'll do that because that's what I love. And yeah, uh, yeah. cause you're the perfect example. Exactly right. You're working part time to fund this, yeah. to build and accelerate it. I mean, that's, yeah. You are the pinup girl. You are preaching your own. <laughs> well, Erin, I just want to say thank you so much for your time because it's just been really, really fantastic to just dive into the model that you're working on, to know about the story. Like, it's, it's, it's a real story. It's a mum who's working a side hustle, who's also working part-time to build and scale this, which is what I love about this, is that it's just, it's real deal. It's not... I had savings in the bank, and I'm, which would be fine, but this is the real story of how it's happening on a day-to-day -day basis. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for your time, Risa. Oh, thank you very much. So, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode. <laughs>